It's time for another Pinball Profile. I'm your host, Jeff Teols. You can find everything on pinballprofile.com. We're on Twitter slash X, Instagram at Pinball Profile. We have a great Facebook group as well. You can also show your support on Patreon. Don't worry, the show will always be free, but it helps keep the show continue. Patreon.com slash Pinball Profile. Great people like William M., Tony V., Stefan R., and so many others. Thank you for your support. Oh, I'm looking forward to this. Every single year, because it's Indisc time. I'm joined right now by the three-headed monster that is Indisc. I mean, think of King Ghidorah and Godzilla. That's this right here for Indisc. Carl D'Angelo, Jim Belcito, Jay Collins, they're all online right now. Hi, guys. How are you? I'm well. Hello, Jim. How are you? Doing well. First of all, I want to say I'm glad, Jim, you and Carl can still be friends. I did see the beatdown at Pirates on the weekend. And uh, even after you tried to destroy the flippers, Jim, you and Derek Price on Excalibur, uh, that Carl seemed to, to find a way to win. So it looked like a great tournament. It was a lot of fun. It, it was a good time. And Carl desperately needs those California points. Oh, boy. Can you imagine Carl not in the state finals? Carl, are you sweating a little bit? Yeah, I'm sweating. Of course <laughs> I am. I think I need around 100, and I'm not there yet. So. Oh, hold on. Listen carefully. Everyone listening right now is going... Poor Carl. Poor. <laughs> uh, you know, I kid because, wait a second, we're talking about Carl D'Angelo, one of the greatest pinball players ever. We see what you do on IE Pinball, and it's because of what you and Jim and Jay do. You put on this wonderful tournament that you don't even play in or very, very little, uh, very sparse. I think it's a great sacrifice. First off, thank you, thank you, thank you for all the work you do for Indisc. It's why people flock from all over the world, let alone the country. This is a big event, and back in January, you got to be pretty excited. Oh, absolutely. Um, Always look forward to it. Yeah. We've been seeing some of the games leak on Discord. I highly recommend everyone join the Indisc Discord because uh, some fun trivia. Jim, you always have a, a bit of fun with that, and we're even going to have a special pinball profile trivia. Yes, we are. What's going to happen in, I guess, the classics? What's going to happen in high stakes, women's, and the main bank? Yes, all these big things happen. Indisc's kind of changed the structure a little bit this year. So I don't know if it's for certified reasons, but um, we're not seeing two classics event. We're seeing a, a longer classics target match play and a longer classics. Explain some of the changes, Jim. The big change this year is uh, target match play is not going to have a finals on the day after, which is pretty exciting. Finals are always fun. And then the regular classics, instead of, instead of splitting up in two days where everybody's got a race to, you know, have seven hours to try to get uh, enough entries in there where you can qualify, we're going to go back to the original format and uh, have two days of qualifying and then finals for that. So it's going it's to make it a little easier trying to, you know, one of the, I guess one of the complaints we've had is, like, you know, trying to qualify for classics. And even though we have eight, so many games, it's still, you know, the queues can be pretty long when you have that many people in an event. So. I think this should help that a little bit. Well, Jim, I like your cues quite a bit. In fact, I, I think they're, they're very reasonable considering how many people are at this event. But that extra hour certainly will help because with a card-based format, it's not even about the cues. It's about being consistent and doing well on each game. So you can punch your ticket early if you have a, a good bank of, I assume, four. Is it four games for the Classics? It's five games. It's five. Five games. Oh, yes. Five games. <laughs> no, but that's good. 
And the same could be said for the main and, of course, the high stakes. It's all about being consistent. You don't have to go for the GC. I love that you do this format. And it's certainly a lot harder to qualify for something like Indisc than, than your typical pump and dump where you can just go back to the well. Don't you agree, Jim? Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's a great format. I mean, it makes you, you know, makes you be consistent. You know, you gotta, you gotta move to different game to game to game. Can't just sit there and try to pound and try to blow something up. You just gotta move across and stay consistent with all the shots are different and it's way more challenging, but I think a lot more fun. I think of all the challenges you've had and forget the pinball aspect and bringing this all together. I mean, Jay, you can remember how devastating COVID was and coming back from that. Do you think we're back to where we were prior to COVID? Yeah, I think we're, I think we're about, about where we were. I mean, obviously we're different now uh, in Riverside than we were before COVID when we were at the Museum of Pinball. So that's, that's definitely a change. But I think the event even uh, since then has grown since uh, we were at the museum. So I think we've seen definitely a positive move into Riverside. And I think, you know, where we were last year, I think it's been a really popular location. And I think, you know, it's really shown that uh, the work we've done since then has delivered. Jay, I agree. I love the Riverside connection there. The hotels are all right there. The great food court just down near the lab. And of course, a, a big event going on. I think Neil McRae is running an event the, the day before Indisc at the lab. So yeah, the, I'm glad now in the third year there, uh, it's also easier from a travel standpoint too if you're flying into the Ontario airport so I'm sure these were all factors in in deciding to go to Riverside I mean we basically looked everywhere we could think of in and around Southern California and we had a difficult time finding anything that would provide a better experience for the attendees than than Riverside so you know hopefully it shows Carl, I know what it's like when I sit behind the desk there with you, behind uh, the control there, whether it's running Never Drain software, whether it's helping people with their entries or, or any kind of uh, issues in that aspect. And then, of course, the wonderful stream. That stream last year, for those that didn't know, because of your partner status, why don't you give us some of the numbers of how many people watched Indisc last year in 2023 in January? Putting me on the spot here, Jeff. I don't have them off the top of my head. That's a... Uh... Tens of thousands. It was it was a lot, especially with the unique viewers. But yeah, thanks to um, thanks to the help of Pluto at Twitch, he, he got us on the front page, and he's going to be uh, helping us again this year with that. And he's going to be helping at the event too. Oh, that's great! So yeah, he's going to help out with the stream. So hopefully, there's a little more free time this year. Oh, so I just brought out the numbers. If if you'd like me to share them, yeah. There was over 100,000 hours of live footage, and we had 16,500 peak live viewers at one point last year. It was an amazing number. Really amazing, yeah. I didn't know if pinball would ever get to these numbers. Um, if ever they were going to do an event, this was the event to do. So kudos to everybody at Indisc and, of course, uh, what you do, Carl, with the stream. So I know you put a lot of pressure on yourself, and that's probably why you do take a back seat and, and you don't play because you want to make sure everything's just perfect and there's a lot of moving parts. It's kind of like when you go to a circus and you see somebody with a bunch of plates on sticks trying to keep all these plates spinning and not having any crash. That's Carl. Exactly. I'd love to clone myself. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. If anybody has any advanced cloning methods and uh, you're not busy in January, uh, please come to Indisc and uh, Carl will be glad to give you a, a sample just to make that possible. I, I think, uh, Carl, you're one of a kind. And, uh, you know, I think from a streaming 
standpoint, now we're going to get more into Indisc, but what you put into your streams, whether it's just your Wednesday nights or everything you do, the tournaments, Ace Gogi, all these kind of unique pinball events, even Pin Clash, for crying out loud. I see a lot of people use your template as really the go-to, almost like a masterclass of how to do pinball on stream, and that's got to feel pretty good. And uh, I know you're very helpful with others, too, when they ask for suggestions. Yeah, I always try to help out wherever I can. I mean, one of the things I put forward is is the streams are always about pinball. It's about growing pinball and expanding the audience. It's not necessarily about the player. You know, they're not about me. I'm just trying to push the game. It's got to make it easier too, especially because, you know, sponsorship is, is very important too. And, and when you have those kind of numbers that Jay just relayed, uh, it makes it a little more attractive for your sponsors. And uh, we certainly can't do a big event like Indisc or any pinball event without the uh, wonderful sponsorship. So uh, for those that come on board and uh, you want to reach one of these three guys uh, to see how you can be a part of it, please do, because uh, you're going to be at the first major of the year. I mean, that that was exciting when that was announced a few years ago by IFPA and probably only put a little bit more pressure on you, wouldn't you say, Jim? Oh, absolutely. We we're very honored to, to get that. And working with those guys has been great. But it, um, I think it's kind of one of our goals, but it's it, it definitely something that we're excited to do. And, you know, we, we, we put so much time and effort trying to get, you know, make the best event we can, try to have the best games possible. I mean, the number of hours, we're not, I'm not going to harbor myself, but the number of hours put between myself, Jay, and all the people that work on the games, it's just astounding. <laughs> it's just this amazing amount of time that's spent trying to get these things, you know, to work as best as possible and, and everything else, you know, Carl with his stuff, of course. I mean, I mean everything is, we try to be top notch. I mean, we spend a lot of time when we could be doing other things, you know, lives, work, you know, you know, families, all this stuff. We spend a lot of time trying to make the best event we can because it's all about, you know, we started this because we wanted to cater to the tournament players. We went to a lot of tournaments. I mean, I've been playing tournaments since the 90s and there was, there was big, not a lot of tournaments back then, but there was big tournaments, but, you know, a lot of them were underwhelming and it's like, you go to a lot of tournaments and it's like, wow, where'd all the money go? Why I did all that? I won $500. Like that can't be right. We wanted to make something, you know, is great where everybody wanted to, you know, excited to play everything. They knew they were going to play a good product. You know, it's going to be a good format and, and, you know, a lot of money is, you know, the prize pool is going to be, you know, worthy of coming for, you know, all the money goes back to it. So yeah. And that, you know, partnering with the IFPA made that even better. You know, great organization for pinball, of course, and definitely happy to partner with them to make, you know, even a better event than we've had in the past. Jay, Jim mentioned about the giving back that prize pool money. That's something that's pretty important as people travel around and, and spend good money to go to events. Equally, you want to have a great experience because of what you have in Riverside. You get that because of the games, the quality, the tech and everything else. But what Jim said there, you know, you want to know, okay, where's this money going? Here it is, Indus is saying 100% of that prize pool money is going back to the players. And that that's a big, big ticket. And probably uh, one of the big selling points, just as much as, as having a good time, wouldn't you say, Jay? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, even before I started helping with, with Indus, which was, I think, maybe in 2017, more heavily, I always understood that, that Indus was taking all of the entry fees and giving it back to the people that were playing in the tournament. And that was like the founding principle yeah, that, you know, we didn't, we ran the best event we could and we made sure that all the people coming to attend were getting their money's worth in their, in their entries. And um, we've carried that forward. And even, you know, now with so many people, there's, you know, the prize pools have gone way up and all that money still goes back to the people buying the tickets. So when you pay for a card, that money's going back to people that qualify and, 
Yeah, we're unfortunately, or for better or for worse, you know, spending a lot of time to make this happen, and and that's not compensated. But you know, we just want to put on the best event we can, and we feel really strongly that Southern California is a great place to do that. You know, we're proud of our pinball scene here, and uh, we hope it's reflected in the event. As someone coming from Canada in January, let me just tell you, Southern California is very, very welcome. Thank you for doing this and and not doing it in July. Appreciate it. So, Carl, let's go over the roster of tournaments you're going to be able to see because there are a lot, and there's some fun ones too. All right, so we've got the sold-out Classics Target Match Play. That's the day one. And and actually, uh, throughout all the days, we've got qualifying on high stakes and the Open, the IPA World Championship. Then on day two, we'll have Classics Target Match Play Finals, and that's new for this year, as we mentioned earlier. And, and that was so that, you know, in the past, we've run first-person reach a score, finishes the tournament. But the added finals gives that extra stress for the, uh, for the players during qualifying. It's not something that's done everywhere, and I, I really like how it, when you're close to the goal and you're trying to reach that final uh, target, it changes the way you play. So, Carl, 120 people in this Classics target match play. To make the playoffs, do you have to reach a certain threshold uh, before, obviously, the other players? And, and how many people in the playoffs? And, and Or is it when the first person reaches the threshold, you just take the top, whatever? How does it work? We're going to take 24 players to the playoffs. And it's once you reach 30 points. It's not the first person to reach 30. It's when you reach 30, you qualify. And that's your seating. And that's your seating, right. So first person to reach it, seed one. Second person, seed two, and so on. And, of course, ties broken in between as needed. But it's a different beast when you're sitting at 29 points. And you just need that final point to qualify. Yeah. Knowing the, the, the pressure on you on one game just not to get last is something else. It's something very unique because of this format. And is it Swiss pairing, too? So are everyone in that group needs that one point, and you're like, oh, gosh. Exactly. It starts as tiered Swiss, and then by round 11, it's pure Swiss. Okay. So, yeah, they, it gets harder and harder as the tournament moves on. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's day one. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I look forward to that. But I know there's a, a wonderful women's event. There's absolutely a women's event that's qualifying uh, all three days, or two days as well, and then finals on Saturday for women's. We also have a youth tournament on Saturday. Uh, and kids 12 and under are free to attend the event and, wow. and join that tournament. Oh, that's great. You had a great turnout last year for that. In fact, why can't I remember the poor kid's name? I, I saw him in North Carolina at OBX, uh, the little guy who won, and he was such a good player. In fact, Liam. Liam. Liam, thank you so much for remembering that. I saw Liam in North Carolina at OBX, and I remember him winning the youth tournament, and he was a big fan of Keith Owen, so I brought Keith over, and we got a nice picture of, of Liam and Keith. But... I also remember Liam made the playoffs in classics. Yes. Yes. That is crazy. Anybody can do it. Good player. He's a, he's a killer. I mean, we'll see him again, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. So you've got the youth. You've got women's. Uh, we haven't really talked about what the classics is going to be. Uh, we alluded to that a little bit earlier, but it's, uh, it's a little different, more qualifying time, and uh, I like the change. Right. So we did that so everyone would have more time, more time to, especially like if you speak to many of the women, you find that it's really hard to play in everything. You know, yeah. if, if, if someone wants to play in high stakes, the open, classics, classics target match play, and women's, it, it's nearly impossible to play in all those events. So that's why we expanded uh, to two days to give people more breathing room, more time to qualify. 
you can play in the other events without having to worry about sacrificing something else or only putting one card in classics. You know, mm-hmm. you'll have a chance to put in more than one card now. Very nice. So there's classics, and then of course the main bank. How many games do you have, Jim, in the main bank? Uh, Eighteen, as usual. Wow. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a card of ten. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Did Jermaine get a hold of you? What's going on here? <laughs> Not double. Yeah. Double five. Yeah. My joke for the day. Yeah. No, five. that's good. We do know some of the games in the main bank, don't we? And it won't be four plus uh, Rusty 911 like it was the one year. Oh, that was heaven. That was my, that punched my ticket. <laughs> I love that. But you do have some unique games in there. Let's, let's spill the beans. Uh, so far we have what? X's and O's. Valley. Mm-hmm. We have Flintstones. I work casinos making a comeback. Okay. With fans, right? With fans on the flippers. With, with fans. Lots of fans. Fans everywhere. Lots, yes, lots of fans. Pinmunk is supplying us with a lot of fans for a lot of games. Pinmunk, great sponsor. Absolutely. That's it for the main so far. Okay. Uh, we got Tommy and the Women's. Yep. I saw Mystic. Mystic is in classics, yep. Of course, on High Station. Mystic, I just ran a tournament in Ontario here and. I debated putting Mystic in the pump and dump because you can be wailing away forever and then you've just got this mixed board that doesn't have any lines, you know, <laughs> and it's just <laughs> such a frustrating mess where you can also, oh, wow, I just, it was always on the whites and I bang, 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 and look at that, 72 bonus. Uh, that, that's a that's an evil game for a card-based format. Well done. Yeah, thank you. We just played a really evil one at Captain's last weekend. That Mystic was super evil, so like mine is going to be as bad. What do we know is in the high stakes bank? Because I know it's an expensive ticket, but again, great payouts too. 500 bucks gets you 10 cards there. And some people want to know, okay, what's going in there? Here's my 500 bucks. And there's, I think only, there's less than 20 spots available. Yep. And uh, they'll be exciting because it's all seven games are guy leaves. Oh, come on, gladiator. <laughs> I didn't try one of those. I haven't tried that game yet. Oh, please don't. Oh, don't give me my ideas, Jeff. Top, top. <laughs> Outlane 30 million. What the what? Congratulations. <laughs> you win. No, no. <laughs> I don't want one of those, so I guess they're lucky. If you want to find out some of the games, the best place to go to is Discord. And uh, there's great trivia. First of all, all the in-disc information you need there, lodging, all that kind of good stuff. It's a great community. It's huge, in fact, especially this time of year when you're doing trivia. And we've been able to do this uh, a few years on Pinball Profile where we have a exclusive pinball profile trivia by the way the winner how are they going to reach out to you will we do it on discord yeah didn't we do that last year sure just under the we had a special channel i think right let me look yeah, we had a special yeah, channel. yeah. We can i'll do... duplicate the channel yeah you got it okay we're not going to repost the clue here you have to listen to this podcast so first one in could get it with this clue go ahead jim okay well the first clue is my hands are cold my hands are cold that's it Okay. Good luck as always. I have no idea. My hands are cold. Jim, while I've got you, I do know this is going to be a crazy year for you. I think of how big Indisc is and how long it takes to put this together. And I know it's a machine now and, and with what you and Jay and Carl and everybody else involved do. But um, you've got two big events this year. Jim, like people are going to be staying in Southern California. Oh, I don't know, for the uh, big event. The World Championships? I think I heard something about that. Yeah, you better have. <laughs> Is that next year? <laughs> uh, it's six months away. I hope you're ready. So you come back to California in the summer. I've already looked. The Angels are playing and the Padres are playing. I'm bookending 
the world championships with oh, those that's two. Right. Oh, yeah. That's right. You got it. I'm just curious because I know how much goes into Indisc, and I don't know what your involvement is uh, with bringing other people in for the world championships, or is it just you and some help from or some guidance from IFPA? Which is uh, the bigger weight on your shoulder right now? Oh, Indisc for sure. Yeah. Indisc is such a, a massive, uh, massive turnaround, and as far you know, there's a lot more involved with getting things ready, moving things around. At least with you know, I have with I have a lot of work to do still for IFPA. I'm not going to. So yeah, don't, but uh, still have to get the facility fully finished. But you know, at least a lot of the games are already there. Yeah. So it's it definitely it's definitely easier. Indisc is definitely the the big monster. So but I am super super excited to uh, you know I told I, I think brought up to Josh years ago. I was, hey, you know sooner or later I'm going to build something, and I went you know whether how old I am if I'm playing or not. I'd love to be able to host have the best player of the world, you know, best players in the world come to you know my place and and play you know some some really fun games, good working games, of course, and and have them all there. It's just, you know, great group of people, and I'm excited that uh, they're coming my way. It's been circled on the calendar for a while, so we look forward to that. But in the meantime, Indisc, and Carl, I have to ask, I, I know you have a, a big staff there and a lot of volunteers. Uh, are you still looking for volunteers? I know you've got even a, a volunteer event, too. We are absolutely looking for volunteers, and those signups will be coming uh, online shortly. And, yes, we do have the exclusive volunteer gauntlet on Sunday, where the uh, any volunteer can play in that and win prizes, including a classic target match play entry for the following year. That's big. It's big, yeah. That gauntlet is so much fun. I, I did my first one last year at Indisc, and I, I just watched uh, Deb Tallman do it at Pincinnati, and she was the winner there. It's so much fun, the stress. I love, and I wish, I wish, 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 this is the one thing in pinball I wish we could do more of is, is speed runs in a way. Because IFPA, you know, they want you to play forever and ever and long, long and and lots of games. That's all fine and dandy. But there's something special about how good can you do in two minutes or in five minutes? You know, the heads up challenge, which isn't obviously easy to do all the time. But uh, your gauntlet is similar in that aspect, too, is just uh, I don't know. Jay, what do you think of the gauntlet? Uh, it looked like a, a great time. I didn't get to play because I was working, but. Everybody had a blast, and it was this was hilarious to watch people, you know, on a timer trying to hit something over and over and missing or trapping up when you probably shouldn't maybe so much. And so, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I, I could really tell people enjoyed it, and I think it'll be uh, it'll be a blast again this year for sure. One thing I like about Indisc or really traveling to any event is, you know, you got to book the hotel rooms in advance. They're really good prices with what you've got there in, in Riverside. When you're staying the Saturday night, you want something to do on Sunday. Well, not everyone's going to make the playoffs, but that doesn't matter because you've got a, a real fun event on Sunday, and I think this is great that you do things like this. What's going on on Sunday, Carl? Oh, we've got the Sunday Strikes Tournament again this year. The difference this year is it will not be an IFPA-certified tournament, so it's for fun. We'll have a small entry fee of $10, I believe, and we'll have some prizes to give out. And just hope that uh, people stick around, have a good time in that, and then... Uh, Watch the, the uh, finals in the open. Yeah, I like that you're doing that. And the reason it's not IFPA endorsed, for those wondering why, isn't it? It's it's a new rule in 2024 about simultaneous tournaments and this and that and the opportunity to play in both. And I'm glad you're still doing the tournament. Let me just say that because it is a lot of fun and it gives people something to do because uh, one thing about this big tournament, Jay, I know you see it. You get to see people that you don't normally see. Uh, it's maybe been a while or maybe they only do one big tournament a year. And Indisc seems to be that tournament. And you see people 
you might not have seen them in, in a year since last in disc, but it's always nice to reconnect. And I remember just watching around all the tables because you had such a huge, huge area and free play area too, by the way. And, and I remember seeing like the hot nudge girls, they were working on a puzzle on their table and just everyone was mingling. It was a lot of fun. I, I love that aspect about pinball tournaments. You know, I, people listening think, oh, it's all about the tournaments, tournaments. No, it's actually a huge social aspect too. Wouldn't you say, Jay? Absolutely. I mean, I, you know, I think one of the reasons I got hooked on pinball and pinball tournaments in general was just how much fun it was to just hang out with like-minded people and have a good time, play some games, maybe not play some games and yeah, just enjoy the atmosphere. And, you know, we, we do what we can to try and uh, make sure that, you know, the atmosphere is great and everybody has plenty of space and the River Tides Convention Center again has been just been great for that. Yeah, it's awesome. So, and I remember the puzzle. That was the first thing I thought of when you started mentioning it. So, yeah, it was cool. You talked about the space. I remember going last year in January 2023, and I looked at it, and I said, Jim, is this a different hall? Like, it looked way bigger than it did the year before. It was bigger, wasn't it? It was bigger. We had two smaller rooms combined last year. We're also sharing the facility with the uh, there's a Game Lab's uh, e-gaming event, which uh, he, he does at his own facility now. So, but now we have the big room and the small room, kind of like a little L-shaped pattern and so more space worked I thought, I think we all thought it worked out pretty well and we did exactly the same thing this year great it'll be good it really means a lot as a player to have that kind of elbow room if you will and just not have people breathing down your neck that's not the case at indisc you've got so much space and it just makes it so much more comfortable too the lighting is great in there too that's another thing that really matters for for tournaments too and uh, i know that means a lot to you carl it absolutely does, and the lighting's so good in there, I don't feel like I need additional lights for the stream, which is fantastic. Yeah. The L-shaped pattern was better for lighting this year, I think, than the first, a little bit of issues with the first year when it was just two small rooms, but this year was, and this coming year was, is, the lighting is definitely great. When you're running a tournament, and I've never run anything as big as Indisc, it's always smaller scale, but to whatever you run, you, you, you think of everything that has to be done. You try to think of that before the tournament starts or else you're scrambling. But it's hard to sit and enjoy running the tournament while it's happening. Like the big weight off your shoulders is when it's all done and you go, oh, you know what? That turned out all right because you're thinking of all the little things. To you three, and I'll start with you, Jay, what, when it's all said and done, makes Indus a success for you? I mean, just... Just the event in general and seeing everybody show up, have a good time. Um, and, you know, we always, I mean, there's always people that are going to have some feedback, but I would say that this event overwhelmingly has positive feedback. And, and when people, when they tell you how much they had a good time or they enjoyed the event or, you know, that you did a good job, all those things just really, you know, it, it just makes it, it makes it worthwhile in the end. And uh, that's what, you know, always keeps me going every year is when the event's over and I see everybody come in and, you know, what we put on and all the people come from all over the world and have a great time and then leave with a smile on their face. Or maybe, maybe, maybe a, you know, depending on how well they did in finals, maybe not a smile, but, you know, a week later, I think they probably are pretty happy and, and uh, they tell us that for the most part. And, um, yeah, that's, that's what does it for me. Jim, I know you take the responsibility very serious. You you joked about Rescue 911 and stuff, but the prepping of the games is very important. What determines the success for you for Indisc when it's all said and done? Uh, well, yeah, I, I'm the games guy. That's what I spend most of my time on. So, I mean, a lot of things that Jay said, but I mean, the biggest thing for me is is getting the comments to come in, and it's like, oh, these are the these are the best games we played for a tournament in a long time. Just, you know, mean but fair. 
And he's like, this plays so well. That's always one of the best things. You know, it's like you spend so much time. I mean, like we all, I mean, Jay, myself, and other people spend so much time, you know, tweaking a game and making sure that it's, you know, tournament worthy. It's great to hear those kind of comments. Just going back to the amount of time that you spend on, you know, certain games. I could have someone else shop out a game, and then, like, I, we had someone shop out Flintstones, and a friend of mine, and it's like I end up spending another seven hours after that, you know, tweaking it to make sure that it's playing the way I want it to play that I think everybody's going to enjoy. So it's great to hear all those comments, and it's, it's you know, it makes it, makes it worthwhile because, you know, there's so much time to put into it. So, you know, I, I try very hard to, and Jay and I, you know, we both try very hard to, you know, make sure that it's a fun experience and not just a, a bastardized game that no one's going to have any fun with. Yeah, it's a big tournament, but all the games were, you know, so hard that it wasn't any fun. You don't want, you know, you want to hear that. So it's it's good to hear, you know, people enjoying the games and saying, oh, these, you know, these are my favorite games to play. Mean but fair. I like that analogy. Mean but fair. And that can mean, really, I think you and I have talked about this, Jim, things like slings. Make them tight. That's the number one thing you can do, right? I mean, it's not about removing all posts and rubbers and you can't breathe on the machine without it tilting. The slings are such a big factor. Oh, absolutely. That's, that's, the, biggest, that's the biggest thing to make a game hard, I believe. And I think other people do that, too. I don't, you know, no one likes sneeze on tilts. That's always been... Super annoying for me. It's like you know, you flip hard, and it's like, okay, well, that's not that's not cool. I've never been a fan of taking like little rubber. If there's some games you have to, but pretty rare. I like to leave like little mini post rubbers between the inlay and outlines on. It gives you a little more control. It's trying to bounce and and nudge through there, and it's not just like oh, you hit a you hit a, a steel post and the ball's just you know you can't do anything with it. So there's ways to make games harder without making it where it's like, well, you know, that's not fair. So that's what we try to do. I'll never forget being in Vegas at Pin Masters and playing with Jason Werdrick, and he plunged. Just plunged Black Rose. Well, that's definitely a tilt. <laughs> that was the setup Josh Sharp had. I'm like, come on. And it was pin golf. You couldn't do anything about it. I was like, this is nuts. Plunge softer? That's no fun. <laughs> yeah, no fun at all. Now, Carl, the perfectionist of the group, <laughs> the man who's never satisfied until it's all said and done, what is a success for you for Indisc? I mean, it's all about the people, right? It's about seeing that they're having a good time and, and knowing that they have a good time because they're coming back year after year and seeing new faces pop up each year. Like I was thrilled when, um, when Kevin Martin came last year that the, uh, the reputation of the tournament uh, got to him and he came to check it out uh, after running Papa for so many years. Um, and then it's also the, the success of the stream and really showing off all the work that Jim and Jay have done on the game, knowing that, um, Everyone around the world can can see all the work they've done and uh, and hopefully come one year to check it out themselves. I know when Indisc is done, there's a, a big <laughs> decompression time. You know, you probably don't want to see a pinball machine for a week or two. But Jay, do you, do you feel satisfied when it's all said and done? Oh yeah, I mean, you know, after I wake up from my forty eight hour nap, um, <laughs> I, I definitely feel very satisfied. Yeah, I always have, and that's that's what brings you back every year is that you know that like just that I'm proud of what we've accomplished. You know, that pride that I take in the event, and I think we all take in the event, is is definitely a motivating factor. You see it in the people that flock to this event, Jim, and the trust that they have in the three of you and all the uh, people that help volunteer at Indus too. I mean, really, it's it's a nice legacy you guys have created uh, for this wonderful tournament. That's now a major. It's got to feel good, Jim. Uh, it feels very good. I mean, just, you know, we started this in, oh, look at my year ride, 2012. And, uh, you know, we started in a little bar with 50 people. Wow. Which that, which that bar I still have. We still operate with the, you know, the longest running pinball league, I think, in 
California. Still there. It's been there since the 90s, I mean, as far as our league. You know, we moved on to a bowling alley and grew a little bit bigger and then moved, you know, obviously the, the Mecca Museum of Pinball, which was, you know, wow, it was so awesome. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's come a long way. You know, we're, we're very proud of what we do, and we enjoy it. We, we still enjoy doing it. I guess as long as we still enjoy it, you know, we'll keep this going. <laughs> it's, it's an amazing amount of work for everybody. I think people sometimes take that for granted, right? You just assume it will always be there, but it is a huge commitment for the three of you and everyone else involved. And we shouldn't take it for granted because sometimes these things go away and just uh, whether it's the timing, whether it's stress, whether it's life, whatever the case may be. So uh, we thank you for it in 2024. And Carl, people are going to want to find out more information. Where do they go? They can go to indisc.com. We've got all the information there. Or you can check out our Facebook event link, uh, event page, I should say. Um, Do a search on Facebook for Indisc 2024. You'll find everything you need to know. Don't forget Discord as well, too, because that's where you're going to find some trivia questions. And uh, what was the trivia one we gave, Jim? My hands are cold, I believe. My hands are cold is your clue. Answer it on Discord, and you could win yourself a, a free card, I believe. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, this one, yes. Yeah, because you're the special one. So, yeah, you get a bonus. <laughs> usually you gotta, you got to guess three to get that. But There you go. Thank you. You, it only takes one. Yep. Nothing like spending your money. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Jay, Jim, Carl, I will see you in just four straight weeks. I can hardly wait. And uh, thank you for putting this on. I don't take it for granted because I know how much work you guys do. And uh, it pays off because... You see people from all over the world flock to Indisc because it is not just a major. It might be the major. It is, I've said it before, I'll say it again. I have three favorite tournaments. Indisc is right there at the top. So thank you very much for, for doing this. And uh, I look forward to seeing each of you. I look forward to seeing you. Thank you very much, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. This has been your Pinball Profile. You can find everything on pinballprofile.com. We're on Twitter, X. We're on Instagram at Pinball Profile. We have a Facebook group as well. You can email pinballprofile at gmail.com. And if you'd like to show your support on Patreon, that would be very kind. Patreon.com slash pinballprofile. Great people like GME Law, Lua W, Rodney C, Fox Cities Pinball, and so many others. Uh, we appreciate it. Make sure you head to Indus January 4th to 7th, Riverside, California. I'm Jeff Teolis. 